Welcome everyone to the After Adventure Podcast. This is Sean Stewart. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back. I know it's been a while. We haven't recorded since uh, early April, um, but we are back. We're in episode number 23. Technically, it's season two, episode eight, but we have something special this summer. So we're, uh, we're launching a summer series. So this is summer series episode number one with Maddie Espinoza. But let me go back really quick. You know, in my life, education, uh, teaching at the college level, working with bows and barbells, it's been crazy. And you can't say enough about dad life. So, but we are grinding it out this summer. We have some great guests coming on the After Venture and we're really excited about it. A real quick shout out to bows and barbells. Um, our next CrossFit competition is gonna be September 22nd at CrossFit Irwindale. We're really excited about that. We have sold out every year doing bows and barbells. So you definitely need to sign up early if you're a CrossFitter, a female CrossFitter. Um, and we're also gonna have some pop-up shops all throughout SoCal, us and Ram Apparel are teaming up and doing some great things. Okay, here we go. Back to the podcast. This episode, Summer Series, episode number one, really special. I actually went a different direction this year. I actually got a teenage athlete. That's right, a teenage athlete. Maddie Espinoza is a 14-year-old, just literally finished her freshman year today recording this, and she's going to the CrossFit Games in the 14 to 15-year-old age category. First year um, competing for it, she made it, she's definitely excited. So we actually break down her story. She's from Bakersfield, she moved to Moore Park with her family, and she qualified for the Games, and you know, her daily schedule and daily routine is pretty crazy. Being a, a full-time high school student, a teenager, and working out in the evenings, it's pretty nuts. Throw in the homework, throw in sister life, kid life, it's definitely a, a crazy thing. But we break down her, uh, her mindset, we break down her training schedule, and then something that we really touch base on, Maddie, actually went through a, a pretty crazy stage in her life when she got to her new high school and she was being bullied. That's right. You know, we talk about people being bullied all the time and being a teenager is definitely rough. And so she breaks down that story and what happened. And, and this kid is so resilient and got through this situation and used this negative as a positive um, to motivate her to train harder and go bigger. And it's worked out really well. But, you know, we sat down and, and chatted actually after the podcast about just being a teenager, man. And it's definitely tough out there. And so I give this kid a lot of props. So, hey, you want to listen to an athlete? You want to listen to a kid that is making it happen, who has huge things going on for her in the future? Sit back, check it out. Maddie Espinoza, Summer Series, episode number one. What's up, Maddie? How are you doing? Thank you so much for being on the After Venture podcast. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Good. Awesome. So is this your first uh, podcast interview? Yes, this is my first podcast interview. Awesome. So as I stated in my intro, uh, you are going to the CrossFit Games um, in the 14 to 15-year-old edition. How excited are you for that? I'm very excited. Um, Making it to the CrossFit Games is something that I've always wanted to do. So finally being able to say that I can make it is like really, really exciting. And you're only 14 years old. This is crazy, right? And you're in the 14 to 15-year-old yeah. division? Yes. Awesome. So yeah. most 14-year-old girls are, are not competing in CrossFit. So let's actually go back a little bit. Let's start off of how did you get, like, growing up? Um, were you growing up and, and throwing up clean and jerks? Or how was, how was sort of your athleticism and your sport venture um, was, like, when you were growing up? And, and where do you currently live at now? You, you're a SoCal kid, right? Yeah, I live in Moore Park right now. But when I like when I was younger, I did 
soccer and jujitsu. And like I did CrossFit in the middle, but I wasn't that into it. But then the more I got into CrossFit, I stopped playing soccer and jujitsu to just focus on CrossFit. So now here I am in Moore Park. Nice. Now, how did you mm-hmm. get into CrossFit? Did a friend take you to a box? Did your da- Was your dad uh, lifting? How- I mean, a lot of kids aren't getting into CrossFit, right? I mean, they're CrossFit kids, <laughs> yeah. but how did you sort of get taken in there and be like, wow, this is sort of cool. I'm going to start lifting weights. Um, my mom did CrossFit and when my mom was going and I went and watched one time, but I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But then my sister went. So I was like, okay, now I have to try it. So and then when I tried it since that first day, I really loved the sport. And how old were you when you lifted your first uh, barbell? 11. Wow. So 11 years old, you're lifting weights. And now three years later, you're going to the games in Madison. Yes. <laughs> pretty, pretty crazy. So, so talk to me. I mean, you, you, you're doing jujitsu and, and you're mm-hmm. doing what soccer you said. And then yes. you all of a sudden say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really start competing in CrossFit. Mm-hmm. How did that start? How did that conversation go with your mom? And, and how supportive was she and your father? Um, I don't really remember, but I think they obviously were, I think it was towards Wadapalooza. I think that's when they start, like started agreeing with it because like leading up to Wadapalooza, I had to stay really, really focused and I had to just focus on CrossFit. So I think they were obviously okay with it. So after Wadapalooza, that's when it was just CrossFit all the way. And then, so what's your, what's your training schedule look like? Because you go to school, right? We're recording yeah. this tomorrow is your last day of school um, yeah. as your freshman year. Um, mm-hmm. And you're going into your sophomore year. So you obviously take six classes. Uh, yes. how, how do you manage six classes as a teenager and train and be competitive for the games? Well, so like I'll go to school and if I, I don't, usually have a lot of homework but if I do I try to get it all done at school so by the time that I come home I have time to eat and get ready so I could like be really focused when I train but if not I'll do homework after I train and yeah what what does your training uh, sessions look like like what do you mean like I mean are you does you, are you on a specific program um no, is your my, coach having you doing like a lot of strength or is a lot of cardio how do you get your swim in there what does that look like for you on okay. a on a daily basis or are you six days a week seven days a week what does it look like yeah I'm six days a week so from Monday through Wednesday it's majority of it's cardio but it's also like a lot of it it's endurance stuff but with the barbell added to it and Thursdays are usually my rest days. And then Friday and Saturday are like high intensity to where like my heart is like my heart beats really fast and my heart rate's <laughs> up high. And then Sunday is always swim days. But like, oh, okay. a, like hour long swim workouts. Nice. So, and you, you weren't a swimmer. So swimming something new for you, right? Yes. Very new. I am still trying to get the hang of it because <laughs> it is hard, but I'm slowly getting there. Awesome. What do you feel like your strengths are going into the games this year? I act like during the open gymnastics were something that like I couldn't do like I couldn't do ring muscle ups really well and I couldn't handstand walk really well but since the open to now I've gotten so like so much better at it so we're now like strength and gymnastics are like I have I'm equally strong in both of those. Awesome yeah. and then what do you feel like what what are what are some areas that you're really trying to to step up your game on right now for the next few weeks before you leave for Wisconsin? running anything that involves running <laughs> you're a soccer player you weren't a fan of running <laughs> yeah just running but I'm, okay. I'm getting a lot better at that 
All right, good. Uh, so let's sort of dive in a little deeper here. And, uh, you know, you grew up in SoCal, played mm -hmm. soccer, jiu-jitsu, got into CrossFit. 14 years old, you're in a game. Do you have PE in high school right now? I'm in, rest I'm in a wrestling period in high school. Oh, okay. So you get to yeah. wrestle. How did you do in wrestling this year? I actually never did a match. I started wrestling at my old school because I started at a high school in Bakersfield. But when we moved, I went to a new high school. So I did uh, wrestling at my old school. And then when I went to this one, I was like, oh, I'll still do wrestling. But as the Open got closer and, like, I kind of felt like I would do really well, I had to stop wrestling just because where I would train, I would train from, like, 6.30 to 8 or 8.30 at night. So it was too late to, like, keep up with all of my schoolwork and do, like, really good at the gym. Mm -hmm. So I actually stopped wrestling, but I'm still in that class, like, for the – lifting and cardio stuff nice so um we met you but well the after winter podcast and we're connected with bows mm -hmm. and barbells um mm -hmm. so we met you through a post that um crossfit star and just beast jamie higaya uh, higia mm -hmm. sorry um yeah. posted about you saying that you were sort of getting bullied at school or going through some mm -hmm. difficulties how is yeah being a, a freshman, because I know teenagers are, are great, and I know some teenagers that are really mean, but mm -hmm. how is it that, I mean, you're, you know, squatting over 200 pounds and just crushing <laughs> people. How is it as a young female in high school who's a CrossFit athlete? I mean, you're, you know, you got traps, you got muscles, yeah. you know, you can, you know, stronger than most people mm -hmm. at your school. Did you go through that phase of, I don't want to say getting picked on? Yeah, I did. Like in the beginning, I think it was because like no one really knew who I was. I was just like known as the new girl. So after people saw me, like what I really look like under my sweater, like they didn't because not there's not a lot of girls that look at like me, like at my school. So them seeing me, it was I think it was like different, something that they're not used to seeing. So when they saw me, they saw it as like a bad way. Mm -hmm. And then it was hard, like having to deal with that all day at school going into training like it it was really difficult to not think about it to where like some days it would feel like not necessarily a wasted training day but not as good as others just because I couldn't stop thinking about what people were telling me so like it was really hard so how did you how do you cope with that as a young as a young CrossFit athlete as a young girl in high school um mm -hmm. how did you get through kids bullying I told my parents because for a while I was like oh it's probably gonna end like I'll be fine but then it got really really bad so I had to tell my parents and then we went to the school and that's when my coach James made that post and I saw like so many people how they supported me and then how the morning chalk up shared it and it was like seeing the amount of people that supported me it made me like not really it made me focus more on so many people are behind me like I can get through this and so how did so how did you did did kids stop or did you just ignore yeah. them did you get a good group of friends did you just squash them I'm not recommending <laughs> that but yeah yeah so actually I it, they all it stopped now uh, and I did have a lot I had two of my main friends they were always with me like helping me get through it so now that it's stopped like I get to have normal days at school and training's going really well too. That's awesome. That's mm -hmm. awesome. And so, how how is it as a, a high schooler and and training for the games and just 
and, and being a CrossFit athlete? I mean, are your days tough? Is it tired? Are you sitting there in algebra class thinking about lifting? <laughs> How, what, what, what's your mindset going through this? You talked a lot about I wasn't in the right mind or training days are bad. How do you stay in that right mindset throughout the day to be successful in school and then have a successful training day? Like when I'm at school, like I focus on just school stuff, like keeping my grades up and doing really well in class. But then when I'm at the gym, I'm focusing just on CrossFit. Like I need to do good. So it's so when I'm at school, like CrossFit, of course, does cross my mind a lot, but I'm not really focused on it because I know I'm not training at that time. So when I go to train, it's like I'm, it's all I'm thinking about. Nice. Do you think there's other kids going through the same thing that you're going through every single day? And, and do you feel that your school or other schools, you feel like people are trying to do something about it and help kids out? Yeah, I do know someone that um, has, is still going through what I had to go through. And I feel like schools should be a lot um, school should be a lot like more focused on stuff like that because it is hard when most of the time it, when it happens to people, it's they're the only person in school that looks like muscular. Uh -huh. So I feel like school should focus more on those people because they're trying to have fun just as everyone else is. But it's hard when people are just being mean to you all the time. I hear you. I definitely hear you on that. Well, I give you a lot of props for uh, battling through that. And, and doing really well. Let's sort of uh, fast forward. Talk to me about mm -hmm. home life with mom and dad. Huge supporters of CrossFit. You said your mom CrossFit, right? Um, how was that? Are they sitting there? Does it feel good just to say I'm the, I'm the fittest of the family? Or are they, pretty, are they the, your number one cheerleaders? How's that going? Yeah, my mom and dad are definitely my biggest supporters. Like when it comes to anything, when it comes to CrossFit, when it comes to school, they're always right by my side. Like if I don't have a good training day, they're still really proud of me and that's like what that's really why I push hard in CrossFit because like I really enjoy knowing that I'm making my dad and mom and the rest of my family proud awesome and is this something that you feel yourself going long term or do you feel like you yes. want to maybe transition to go something longer than that or in a different sport no my goal is like just in, it all involves CrossFit Awesome. So what are some of your goals? What if you had, a, I know, you know, we, we've you sat and you talked about them before, but if you had to list a few of your goals down, do you have them listed down? Do you look at them every single day? Is the goals? No, I think it's, they're my goals. So they like stay on my mind all the time. It's obviously one of the first ones, always obviously to do good in school and then to make it to the CrossFit games, like every year that I try to go and to hopefully eventually win like podium, Podium first, and then winning is going to be my next goal. Awesome. Now, mm -hmm. have you done some CrossFit stocking and look at times from last year on how people in your division did and look at their open times going into the game, um, something where you, where you stand at? Yeah, so, like, I do some of the games workouts from last year, and I placed actually a lot higher than I thought I would, so I thought that was pretty cool. But this year – the girls that went last year, none of them are going to be there this year in the same division. So it's like, I don't know how that's going to go, but I'm hoping it goes better. Awesome. So you have, you're going against all new competitors. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Now, when we talked earlier, you said you don't, you don't belong to a specific CrossFit box, that you do all your yes. workouts um, with your coach. Is, so mm -hmm. your, does your coach have his own place, or you're a garage workout athlete? Yeah, I work out in his garage. Awesome. So how did you get connected with this coach? So 
a while back, a, a girl from Moore Park, she doesn't live here anymore, but she asked me if I wanted to come work out with her. And at that time, like, I was into CrossFit, and I was like, oh, she wants to work out with me. Of course I'll come work out with her. So I came to Moore Park, and I went and worked out at Automo, which was the gym uh, that James uh, was at. So the day that I went, he coached both of the classes that I went to, and we took a picture at the end, and I was like, and then I found out who he was. I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy's, like, really, really strong. And then a couple months later, when we moved over here, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the same gym. Like, I really like this gym. It would be cool. And then, like, maybe, like, a week or week and a half into me training there, he asked if I wanted to, like, go to the side and have him just train me. And I was like, of course. Like, that would be so cool. And then now it's been six – it's been since November. Okay. He's been training me. And do you think that's yeah. been the biggest push to to that games uh, ready and games level? What do you mean, like? Like, is him? he is he a huge cause of you going to that next level? His coaching. Yeah, because everything he has me do, like if I look back at when I first started with him to now, like I'm a whole new athlete, and I'm like my weaknesses at that time are like a lot stronger now. Nice. So without his coaching, I would not be the athlete I am right now. Nice. So do you do any or have him do any, do you do any rituals like before you get in ready for a workout? Like, do you have any mantras you might say to yourself or do you have like a certain stretching routine you go through or you eat a certain food? Do you have any like daily routines before your training activities? So before I train, like before I train, I just like stretch. Like it's sometimes like, oh, if this hurts more, I'll stretch that more. But before every workout, like, I just stand there for, like, a, like five seconds, not even a long time. And then I just, like, close my eyes and just, like, think about how I have to kill this workout and what I'm going to have to do to do good. And then, like, once I open them, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Awesome. Awesome. And then uh, how about after workouts? Do you, uh, you guys review your performance, how you did, and then what you yeah. work on? Yeah, we'll sit there for a while and just, like, talk about how the training day went. And then we'll do the stuff that I need to work on so I can work on it more. And then the stuff that I did really good on so, like, I know that I did good. And then after that, it's – then we leave home and I drink all my supplements and then I get to go to bed. And I say that sort of brings up my next point. So what are we doing for nutrition? Are you a pretty healthy eater? Does your mom meal prep for you and let you take it to school in all your Tupperware? Or are you eating <laughs> off, that, off that fun cafeteria food? No. So at first, like, when I – for a long time, not until like a couple weeks ago, I just ate really whatever I wanted to eat. Like, cause at the time it didn't affect me whatsoever. But then once I started to get into like more serious training, I was like, I probably should not be eating hot Cheetos and ice cream every night. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I started to eat like a little bit healthier, but not super healthy. And then a couple weeks ago, um, Fierro's Kitchen, they reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to try some of their food out and like eventually look into a sponsorship so i tried their food out and it is really really good so that's all like macros so i'm going to try to count my macros and we're going to see how that goes so awesome. i'm going to start eating healthier because i realized that the better i eat the better i train awesome uh and so you, you talked about fieros any other companies reaching out to you right now since you're going to the games Did it sort of open the doors to maybe start working on a few sponsorships no, not really. Them and then like the other sponsors that I have, they're all helping me. And well, who are them? Who are they? Um, I have twenty one fifteen nine gear, and they're my very first sponsor. It was like a year or two into CrossFit. That's 
they reached out to me. I saw them at a competition and they found out that I was 12 at the time. So they were like, oh my gosh. Like, so then they ended up having a store inside the gym that I was at the time. So, and then one day they, uh, my mom says that they wanted to meet with me at the gym and they wanted to see me work out to see if like I was like worthy of being sponsored of them. So I'm like, put like my best workout clothes on. I do my hair like in braids. So I'm like, whatever I do, like I'll be ready. And then I get there and find out that I'm not working out. They just wanted to tell me that I was going to be sponsored by them. <laughs> so, I, so I thought it was, that was really cool. And then I have proven active apparel. They, okay. I, they sponsored me since I first moved to Moore Park. Nice. And yeah. how many, any supplement companies take care of you? Um, Dot Fit. They okay. send me all my supplements, like, those save my life a lot. <laughs> like when it comes to training, like their first string that helps me recover a lot quicker. And then all like the amino boost and all that just helps so much. Okay. And going to the games, obviously you're going to get tons of fun Reebok gear, right? So you're excited oh, yes. for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see what the colors are going to be this year. Are you a, a nano wearer or are you more of a Metcon person? I am more of a Nike person actually. You, you are. So are you ready yeah. to change shoes and get ready for the workouts in different shoes? I tried that the other day, trying to like wear Reebok stuff. It was definitely a lot different. Like their shoes fit me so much different than Nike does. And it hurt. Like I have cuts on the back of my feet, but I feel like just because they were, I'm not used to wearing them. Mm -hmm. So I probably should start wearing them more. So I'm used to that by the time the games come. Nice. So let's, let's go back a little bit. So we, you know, being a, you know, 14 year old kid, right. In mm -hmm. high school training for the games, you made the games. It's been it's been huge. You, you went through some bullying issues, right? Because mm -hmm. you're you're yoked and you're buff, right? <laughs> and, and people aren't used to that. Um, mm -hmm. Have you thought about if you had to go back, like you know, you're now where you want to be, right? Mm -hmm. Anything different that you think you would have done to lead up to this point, or do you feel everything you've been to has been a reason and it has helped you got yeah. to this point? Yeah, definitely. Everything that's happened, I wouldn't change anything because everything that's happened to me has helped me become the, like, the athlete that I am now. Like Because of the bullying and how I was able to push through it, like my mental game is so much better. And every, like, everything else, it, it, helped, it happened for a reason for me. I see it in that way. That's great. That's great. And so uh, now that you're here and you're ready for the games, uh, mm -hmm. Are you excited to go to Wisconsin? Or is the whole family rolling out with you? How's that working? Um, my parents, I think my sister's going there too. But me and James are going to drive out there a couple weeks before to Iowa to train with one of the girls that I'm competing against. Okay. And then we're going to go to Wisconsin. And then okay. I'll see my parents there. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you excited? Very excited, <laughs> yeah. Students know at, at your school, like, you're going to the games. Like, they're going to see you on ESPN. Like, do, do yeah. they get that? Does there, I mean, um, do they get where, where you're going and what you're doing? Yeah, so, like, the people that I've told that I'm going to the games, I remember I told one girl, and she went around school telling everyone, people that I didn't even know that I was going to the games. So I thought it was really cool. So then since then, those people, like, I've asked what it was, and I had to explain to a lot of them what, like, the open is and how to get to the games. And everyone's really supportive of me now, and I'm happy to, like, have them all by my side. Awesome. If you could give advice to other kids your age, other girls your age, sort of going to do the same thing that you went through and what you're going through, what advice would you give them, you think? 
just tell them to not really listen to the other people. With me, the people that would tell me stuff about me were people that did not work out whatsoever. So it's like it was just their opinion and they had really had like no say in what they were saying. So my advice would just be not to listen and to keep pushing and doing what they always do because they're better off without those people. Awesome. Awesome. Now, going to the games definitely is expensive, right? It's not like everyone yes. thinks, though, you're a pro athlete, you're making all this money. You don't make a lot of money going mm -hmm. to the CrossFit <laughs> Games. Everyone knows that. Um, mm -hmm. And I know you started a GoFundMe page, right? Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. Is, do you know the GoFundMe address? And are you just trying to raise money because the expenses? Yeah, that's... Uh, I made one when I went to Wadapalooza, and it helped a lot just because we had a lot more like extra money to spend and like we weren't like oh my gosh these plane tickets are really really expensive and now with the so we decided to make another GoFundMe for this one and a lot of people have donated and I'm really thankful for all the people that have donated and we're about to reach our goal I'm pretty sure but I don't know the address to it okay no worries we'll put it in the we'll put it in the show notes for you and we'll mm -hmm. blast it on social media as well to yes. help you out and you know everyone mm -hmm. who's listening I mean, give to this kid. So I'm going to take a second. I mean, you're mm -hmm. a 14 year old kid in high school, moved while you're in high school, mm -hmm. right? From yeah. school. So going to a new high school has to be difficult. You get Very bullied. Cool. And I mean, mm -hmm. and you could just squash these kids because you're so strong. But you know, I mean, it's hard, right? On a on a, yeah. a mental psyche of a of a 14 year old kid, and you get through it and you battle through it. And next this is all happening during the open. Was this or right before yeah. the open? I mean, I'm pretty so, sure it was like a little bit before and during. Yeah, I give you so much props, kid, for for being so mentally tough to get through this. And you made it to the games. So a huge congrats. <laughs> so we will make sure we share everything um, about you and about uh, your GoFundMe page. And I'm mm -hmm. just going to tell every fan, if you're listening right now to the After Venture podcast, make sure you take care of Matty Espinoza. I mean, this is a kid that, you know, we, we see so many things going on in today's world with Kate Spade and Anthony Boudreau and, right, people who are, who are struggling mentally. And, and you are a, a young female who mm -hmm. battled against bullying and has come up on top. And now you're just looking at him going, look at me. I'm going to the games. I am tougher than I ever been. And mm -hmm. that's amazing. So great job and Thank keep it up. Thank you so I'm much. Very, very proud of you. Um, so shout outs. Anyone you want to give a quick shout out to? Um, you know, your third period algebra teacher or, uh, you know, you're just joking. Don't do that. But no, <laughs> you can't. But any shout outs to sponsors or parents or coaches or friends. Um, now is the time to get it out. Let people know who they are. Yeah. So all my sponsors, obviously, because they have helped me like be prepared for everything. My parents for pushing me like so much every single day and making sure that I give my absolute best every single workout. And then definitely my friend Devin. Because my friend Devin from school, he helps me a lot. Like throughout all the time that everything was going on, he stayed by my side. And we're still really good friends now. So shout out to all of them. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the po uh, podcast. Once thank again, you. people, make sure you uh, reach out to Maddie Espinoza. Maddie, what's your uh, now? You're a 14 year old kid, right? I do know social mm -hmm. media and being careful with you know kids and adults mm -hmm. and everything. I'm a yeah. I'm a huge social media. Uh, a fan, but at the same time, you know, I want to make sure kids are safe. Um, but if they, if people want to follow you, where can they reach out to you on social media and watch you throughout the games? So they can follow me on Instagram. Do you want me to say my username? Yeah, of course. Give oh, people know you're going to get tons and thousands of followers, hopefully. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, 
My username is Espinoza with another A at the end. Awesome. Okay, so Espinoza with two A's at the end. And then yes. tell me about this real quick before we leave here. Your dad, is your dad doing a documentary on you, Road to the Games? I've seen that hashtag a lot. Are we, are we just um, doing photos, or how is that working out? My coach is recording okay. me. Yeah, he records them, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I'm not, like, actually positive on this, but I'm pretty sure he's going to put them all together. Just like to look back after the game and like, I started from this and this is how it happened at the games. Like, and it's going to be really cool to see. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Maddie, for being on the After Venture podcast. I wish you the best of luck. Um, crush it. Uh, don't forget about the little people when you're on that podium <laughs> and, uh, and just go get them. And uh, we're going to promote you and really push your GoFundMe page so we can help you out financially. Um, mm -hmm. A big shout out and thank you to Bows and Barbells um, for uh, taking care of this and introducing us to get you on the podcast as well. But mm -hmm. we wish you the best of luck and thank you so much, Maddie. Thank you. Thank you for having me on this. There you have it. Season two, episode eight. We're calling this the summer series. So it's actually summer series, episode one. How about Maddie Espinoza? This kid moves from Bakersfield to Moore Park. She's the new kid in the high school. She is getting bullied at school. She has to find a new set of friends. She battles against it. She has such a positive mindset. She starts focusing on CrossFit, and next thing you know, this 14-year-old kid just finished the ninth grade is going to the CrossFit Games. Make sure you check out Maddie Espinoza at maddie.espinoza with two A's. Follow her. Her GoFundMe account is on her Instagram page. It's gf.me backslash u backslash ip. D-A-H-F. You can find that on her Instagram page. But hook this kid up. Donate a few bucks so she is chasing her dreams. Remember, it's hard being a teenager out there right now. And this kid is amazing. She's a leader. She's our future of games athletes. And she's making it happen. So once again, thank you for checking out the AfterVenture podcast. Do me a favor. Share this episode with your friends. Share it on Instagram. Share it on Facebook. Or just tell one person check out the After Venture podcast. Once again, a huge shout out to my business partner and Mercedes Munoz and Bows and Barbells. Our big event is coming out September 22nd at CrossFit Irwindale. We are hosting another amazing female partner competition. Every year we sell out, we're gonna sell out again. Check us out at Bows and Barbells Fitness at Instagram. We are crushing it. We hope to see you out there. And for all the leaders, entrepreneurs, motivators, and women out there and men, do something. Be a game changer. Make something happen today. Until next time, peace.